Hello everyone, welcome to the Vital Science Nursing Podcast series here on the SU Buzz. My name is Liam Kaneko and I am a Bachelor of Nursing student and I'll be your host for this episode. Vital Science is a nursing-led podcast for nursing students where we interview experienced nurses from all kinds of specialties to help navigate your nursing career. Before we jump into speaking with our guests, I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, the Yugambeh people of the Bunjalung and pay my respects to elders past and present. Today we have the privilege of speaking with Helen Kaneko. Helen started her nursing career as an AIN before becoming an RN and has worked in many different areas, such as perioperative, critical care, PACQ, education, and now informatics, just to name a few. Good morning, Helen. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Morning, Liam, and thank you for inviting me and having me here. Thank you, Helen. Now, can you tell the audience why you chose nursing as a career? So nursing wasn't a planned area for me to go into. So my background initially was in education. So I came to nursing as what you would call a uh, mature age student and uh, or a mature age uh, person. It happened through a conversation I was having with a mother at school with with when I was there with one of my children. I um, was going back into the workforce having been overseas for a long time and I was college trained as a teacher and everything was now in universities so I was looking at that and it was recommended to me to look at maybe doing nursing and doing a double degree just the duration and things like that so after my first placement in my degree I actually realized I really enjoyed nursing and felt then felt that this was a calling and this is where I needed to go down my pathway and so it was it wasn't a planned uh, career path, but it is a one that is has become my calling, I guess you could call, say. Yeah, that's really interesting. So it was just a happy accident by any chance, you could call it. Um, it started with my graduate, uh, you know, my graduate year and... And I was very lucky. A lot of graduate years, you, you're just in one area. But my graduate program was um, half of it was in the perioperative environment and half was in a surgical unit. And I really enjoyed both aspects. And I ended up being in theatres a lot longer. And then I had the opportunity to combine education, which was my first, I guess, career pathway. And so I started looking after undergraduates and nursing students and that then brought me more into the education area which moved on to um, other components that's sort of going down there but within clinical nursing uh, my after my graduate year um, I was contracted until the permanent positions is we did contracts for a long time and in the perioperative environment but I'd been given permanency in longer hours than that. So I used to pick up the other hours in different areas. And so I'd spent time in ICU and in ED and doing some ward work. So I got to rotate a lot like that, which was very, very enjoyable. So I did, that's where a lot of experience in all the different areas came from. 
No, and then um, going on to from in the education area, then under the umbrella of the education and research unit that I was, there was many areas of education that I got to experience and had opportunities for secondment. So that was in education programs, professional development, the entry to practice pathway, as well as simulation education. And then when informatics, how do you go on to there from informatics? It was just a project started at the hospital or the health service where I was, which I, um, and it happens in your nursing career. We, it's such a vast area that you get opportunities to do secondments, which is leave your substantive role and go and work in another area for a set amount of time. And I did that in informatics or in, in the, um, uh, electronic medical records area and which then my next job moved on to com- maintaining that as well as education um, so that's how I've ended up in informatics but also still doing education because I'm um, a, a digital nurse educator is my title at the moment for my Queensland health role. So with my introduction of you You've been in perioperative, critical care, PACU, education, and now informatics. Can I ask why you have so many different areas of nursing? It's a very good question and uh, a lot to answer there. Because I've also got that influence, which I didn't point out, as education, I'm also privileged that I also have a part-time in the tertiary as well. And so I was at one university for 12 years in the undergraduate space and now I'm at another university in the postgraduate space so I I manage with the education clinically or slightly removed now digitally which impacts the clinical workforce to look after patient care but also in the um, tertiary space as well so wow Helen that's a lot of experience that you've had with all across nursing But I guess that's the opportunity that you do have with nursing in Australia, that you have all of these experiences that you can do and that you have said that you've gone from a clinical into an education and now into into a digital education. So, and I was just wondering, how has all of these experiences formed you as a nurse and especially as a mature nurse, how has this impacted your career? It's impacted um, from the beginning of my career um, right up until now in in various ways. Um, So initially being a mature aged, I guess, student as well as then when I started clinically as well. So initially, um, and I'd say it it still happens now because I work with mature age students as well, that not always is it considered that you might already have a degree in another area, but then also you might be mature age coming back into the workforce, which is what I see now. So um, looking at it, an experienced student at university needs different levels of support with, for example, assessment writing for someone who hasn't, they're coming to university at, a later stage so it's been a good 20 years since they've written anything formally so um big difference there and then also clinically some people automatically think because you're more mature that you've got a lot of experience in that area so automatically they can look at giving you that elevated 
respect or um, expectations of your abilities that can influence that way. So they can either think, well, why can't you do that? You, you know, you should be more experienced where others might, you, you know, just assume that straight up that you've got that or it's different various. So I found very early on um, when I was introducing myself, especially in a peri-op environment for say when you're working with consultants and different nurses um, at high levels, always introducing myself that I am new to this area. I'm a graduate nurse. Um, just so then they will put on their education hat and supportive hat towards you instead of making that assumption that you already know and that you're very experienced in this field. Um, and then because that can have that effect on you going, well, you, you, you're a bit being able to humble yourself, I guess it's with your ego to go, you know, um, that people are expecting a lot more and I look foolish that I don't know this, where speaking up and saying I don't know this is the best route to take. That's really interesting, Helen, how your postgrads and masters has influenced not only your education, but now you're able to influence other people's education within different in tertiary education. But with my original question that I was asking and what you asked me to rephrase was how has being a mature student influenced your nursing career especially from educating as a mature student going in before a registered nurse so when I started studying I straight away was very lucky to get work in multiple different areas as a, an assistant in nursing so I worked for an agency which was uh, for spinal injuries so as a personal carer, and I did that for an extensive amount of time, which was, and as an assistant nurse, so I, I really enjoyed that. And I learned a lot, a lot there where I think it straight up with just doing a register, a bachelor's and not experiencing that, I would have missed out on some of those fundamentals of caring um, and providing care, which was really good, as well as in aged care. I worked there as well. And which is not available in Queensland universities uh, uh, anymore, but I did a reverse articulation, which was when you're in your second year of nursing in your bachelor's, you could do a 10-week course and then become an, an enrolled nurse. And then I worked as an enrolled nurse then for the last year of year of my bachelor's so I had a lot of experience um, in that area so by the time I graduated I I'd already done so much in a nursing field which I felt being a graduate my time management was already down pat before starting work as a graduate because that is one of the biggest areas that gra newly graduated nurses especially on a ward um, struggle with is their time management um, of looking after their, their patient load so I was very lucky like that um, I do believe other states like Victoria and that as they have the div one and div two that at second year of nursing you automatically can go and work in that area but now the opportunities have uh, in Queensland are that um, USIN, which is the undergraduate nursing stu student in nursing, um, a, a lot of the health services now have those opportunities for second year bachelor's, bachelor of nursing students in a lot of the health services in the public system. Yeah, yeah, that's very agreeable, Helen. 
being that nursing and not not only nursing but all fields of health and medical that there are some more biases towards older workers and health professionals. So I was wondering what type of work experience or volunteering could you suggest for people wanting to enter the field or further their education within nursing, especially since they may not have the same opportunities as you? I highly recommend that while you're still an undergraduate, you should take up a role as either a person, a carer in, it could be in disabilities or as an AIN in aged care, any of those different areas, but I highly recommend it's looked a lot more favourably because you have experience in that role of doing the groundwork of caring. It underpins what a nurse does. Definitely. And what you were saying, how your time management, especially for new grad nurses, it's such a important skill to develop. I was just wondering, what other skills have you seen that you needed to develop when furthering your career within nursing? Um, I highly recommend doing some form of a lot more advanced in ed- in communication, if you can look at some of those type of courses, as well as even though you're early in your career, but starting in leadership courses now, as well as quality, quality and improvement, because that comes all hand in hand with being a nurse. But having an understanding of that is part of your role as well early on, that helps. But really doing that caring, the basic caring component before you start working clinically as a as a registered nurse definitely and that goes on to my next question what did you wish you knew before starting your career being better at work-life balance and and maintaining that wellness in yourself because the shift work is and being very aware that shift work is very demanding on you physically and mentally and and many People, if you're even coming in young or a mature age, you are also balancing family because many people you still have you you have children as well as your new career, and a majority or a large proportion will go on and do postgraduate studies as well. So you are still are still a student as well as working clinically because even if you don't do formal tertiary postgraduate education you will be doing them within your graduate program which is a lot of work as well so you are still studying um so making sure you look after yourself take time out for that plan your holidays your goals have them all booked and uh, and and not just use the words make sure you plan and book them in with your line manager and look after yourself yeah definitely especially as a mature age student having to balance between your work-life balance as well as your self-care and being a mother, as you would know, having to balance children as well as work, it can be quite demanding. So Helen, I was just wondering if you have any last remarks that you would like to say. It's an absolutely fantastic career and what I would recommend, and I'd love to do it myself, which I might uh, down the track one day, is traveling it's a such a portable career and using it and having that goal of just traveling with your qualifications and experiencing everything you can and learning and just keep evolving um 
which is we are very lucky with nursing. You don't have to stagnate. You can just keep moving um, through the health services, through the state, our states in Australia, but also um, you can, it's mobile. You can take it overseas as well. Wow. Wow, Helen. Thank you so much. Before we finish up, we'd like to ask our, our guests five fast questions where you have to provide one sentence max answer. So number one, what is your favourite place you have travelled to? Western Australia, Rottnest Island. Rottnest Island with those, what are they called? The rodent? Quokkas. The quokkas, sorry. Number two, favourite book or movie? Movie would be La Amistad, also called Amistad, yeah. Number three, favourite hobby for your day off? Favourite hobby is uh, spending time with my dogs or obedience with my dogs. Number four, current favourite song? Don't have a favourite song. I have probably a genre. I like to listen to classical music on my train trip to work. And number five, guilty pleasure? Sleeping in late or just sleeping. Who doesn't love to sleep? Well, there you have it, everyone. There was Helen Kaneko talking with us here today about a fabulous nursing career thus far. Helen, thank you so much for your time. We do truly appreciate it. If the listeners want to connect with you, where can they find you? You can contact me through my email address, which is Helen Kaneko or helen.kaneko at health.qld.gov.au. I also currently work for Central Queensland University as well. So there is that you can find me there or you can contact me in LinkedIn. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Helen. And to you, the audience, thank you so much for tuning in today and be sure to join us for our next episode where we interview Nicole Graham, a mental health nurse and SU lecturer right here on the sunny Gold Coast. Mm-hmm.